Hey, Nick. Hey, Chase. It's that time again. What time is it? Time for... Fuck This Place! <laughs> I um I have a mic that grossly implies that I didn't think we'd be doing this that long. <laughs> I just this is this is my I thought I'd have this for three weeks, Mike. <laughs> the mic looks like it's supposed to have the bottom of the stand, but you lost it, so now you have to hold it like right <laughs> I'm just working on like a rig so I could come down like an old fighter. <laughs> yeah, that's the first, that's the first buffer mic for sure. Yeah. That's what I was for. Um, so who's on that boat fun. behind you? Oh, uh, that's just uh, Eduardo. Oh, <laughs> oh it looks like it's just like a bunch of boxes. I thought it was Super Mario for a second. I was like, oh man, it does look like Super Mario. Super Mario, we're looking for Luigi. The game has gotten very open world now. It's a sandbox. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't Steve. be able to tell that it's a practical effect except for the very bottom corner. You can just barely yeah, see I know. it. The, I'm like, trying to find a way where I raise my chair up. Maybe I should intro the pod, I guess. Um, welcome to Fuck This Place, the podcast about jobs. And as of right now, Zoom backgrounds um, with Chase and Nick. My name is Chase. My name is Nick. And with us today, is, uh, our guest is one of my favorite comics ever, a very dear friend of mine. He's on the show Dating No Filter. He's got his own inter- Instagram uh, fight commentary show called Punching Up, which is hilarious. The there awesome comic, Steve Fury. What up, Steve? What up, Internet? How you guys doing? We're good. Guessing. They're all right. Yeah, they're all right. Mm-hmm. Good to see you guys. Happy to be are. here. Yeah, yeah, Mahalo, yeah. mahalo. Mm-hmm. Out here talking. Yeah, uh, and for those who are not joining us on YouTube, which you can do by just searching FCK This Place uh, on YouTube, um, Steve has a practical Zoom effect. Practical Zoom oh, background. Actually in the Bahamas. Actually Oh, sorry. Excuse me. He is in the Bahamas. Uh, uh, and it looks like they've got a catch of the day that they're they're mm-hmm. hauling out of the boat. In yes. The back. yes. It's yes, a mahi-mahi. <laughs> So and Nick is, later, you know, they they catch it, they fry it up. I'm just here to enjoy myself. <laughs> yeah, it's weird lighting. <laughs> um, and Nick is slowly adding more and more props uh, to make uh, uh, his his thing look more personable. I think. Yeah, plant, yeah. crutches, and now guitar. And now my guitar's here. You know, I'm just this is Good the corner you. I live in. Investing heavily in Funko Pop. That's fun. Weird. Dude, I, didn't know. I love it. Didn't I love know, it. Didn't know I, that's exactly guy. what I was saying to Chase before as I was like, no one knows I have all these. <laughs> I get to go in. It's just a wall. Of like <laughs> yeah. Twilight. Yeah. Funko Pop uh-huh. is, is kind of like Bitcoin in that like the people who are <laughs> into fake. it are really into it. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's no there's no casual. I mean, I, uh-huh. there are a couple maybe people are it's, like, yeah, I got a couple Bitcoin. It's like B- Bitcoin in that I talk to these things. Yeah. <laughs> they control my life and yeah, i'm constantly yeah, yeah. looking at how much yeah, and i i feel like they are my overlords <laughs> and i have invested far too much money yeah yeah it's like when you come to see me my hair is actually a lot longer i have a beard <laughs> and i just talk to these things <laughs> this, you're using the younger face app <laughs> yeah he's in a filter right now <laughs> how come when you move you're not a baby anymore like, no i'm still a baby <laughs> uh, four-year-old baby well, um, Steve, we should probably get to our first segment, which uh, is a segment we like to call Fuck This Place, question mark, where we decide yeah. if we would work somewhere or not. Uh, so we looked up some Sacramento-based Craigslists, your stomping grounds. Yes, sir. So I'm going to read the three titles that we have, and then you're going to pick the one you do not want to look at, and we'll look at the other two. So title number one is Clean Bounce Houses Today Paid Cash. Title number two, Rear Gate Needs Mending. 
And title number three, essential recession-proof business. So which one do you not want to click on? Bounce houses, rear All gate, three or- sound like prostitutes. <laughs> well, right? it sounds you like can only crimes. find out about two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's the one where you're fixing your, what, your raw-dogging back doors. What is that one? <laughs> yeah, rear gate needs mending. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Which I've is how that. I, I asked for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We live in West Hollywood. There's a lot of guys walking around with rear gates and you're mending. Um, well, keep in mind, this is Sacramento Craigslist, though. Uh-huh. You can get a little wonky when you go outside the, the 24 mm. by 24 downtown. True, true, um, true. The essential proof one, very vague. Love that in a job, you know. Mm-hmm. Just for me mm-hmm. to know that I can go. And the only thing is that uh-huh. this will not stop. Yeah. It will keep going. Yeah. When, when, I hear, uh, when I hear essential proof, like essential, it's like, oh, you should have just titled it Fuck the Libs because I know that's what this is ultimately yeah. going to be about. Yeah. You're making fucking Hillary Clinton voodoo dolls. Um, I mean, it could be a grocery store. It's not. But it could be a grocery yeah. store, you know? Imagine if Ralph's was advertising their stuff like that. Yeah. You yeah. want to come in and check this essential proof thing out? <laughs> yeah, everyone um, knows how to get a job at Ralph's. You literally walk in the door and you're just like, I It I is will weird do. now. It is weird uh-huh. the people work at Ralph's in my neighborhood. They're like For not sure. even in a uniforms. But yeah, I just, just didn't wearing know. like a t-shirt. Yeah. 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 Like, it shorts, does say, it does say Ralph's. On well, you, it. Yeah, <laughs> you can walk in and just write your name on the schedule, and then you're that's it. It's like, you guys, hey, I'll be here six hours on Saturday. All right, I'll catch you later. So we know just, it's not Ralph's posting. Okay, what was the first one? The first one was clean bounce houses today paid cash. Let's find out what the essential one is because the other two, you know, who's doing okay, bounce houses but you're, right now? You're picking the one you don't want to look at. So we are definitely doing a central recession proof. Now you have to you have to cut one out. Clean bounce houses or rear gate? I don't want to do clean bounce houses. I'd rather <laughs> yeah. do gay sex crimes. Yeah, okay, fine. That's fine. <laughs> um, well, you know what? Let's just dive straight into essential recession proof business uh, because we've got quite a bit of curiosity on that front. So um, the title again is essential this recession proof business. Uh, nah, bro. This is uh, Craigslist, bro. Okay. Uh, I love Craigslist, how they're like so shady. They never updated it. Nick, yeah, you're no, correct. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Craigslist was like, we ran this on a, a Microsoft Word document 15 years ago. Yes. And the last I update think, was like 2006. And yeah, they I, have kept I, the design aesthetic since then. I'm confident that whoever originally came up with Craigslist is still just doing it from his phone. Like from his <laughs> iPhone from 6. His, yes, <laughs> his burner. He's, uh, fucking, he's doing snake and then he does this. Yeah, he doesn't want to be doesn't want to be held responsible for whatever happens. Um, so yeah, the title's essential recession proof business, uh, and then the ad starts. There's no pictures or anything. It says Pallets Unlimited Incorporated, located located in Lincoln, California, is now hiring. Pallets Unlimited. Do you have what it takes to work in an extremely fast past? environment i assume they mean I, mean, I don't know who's using pallets <laughs> anymore it's passing us very quickly <laughs> would you like a job that will not lay you off and will never close due to any virus <laughs> dude that's a contractual agreement i want to show up not do anything like literally you said I, you cannot lay me off you can't lay <laughs> me off pal um are you a hard worker that would enjoy a new challenge every day for sure not uh, we are currently seeking a front yard manager with forklift experience to load and unload pallets as well as greet customers and help with their pallet needs. Um, if you just took pallet and made it a different word, this thing's very creepy. <laughs> it's creepy I, with pallet. 
I was going to say, I've never been to a Pallets Unlimited, um, but Mm -hmm. it just seems to me like, how many customers do you have for Pallets? Like, I would think just Home Depot. Well, yeah, yeah, just like you have contracts with like, I don't know, you industrial places, you know, they're just like, yeah, Yeah. we ship this, we do that. And like, who's going to show up and be like, I'm looking for your best pallet. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just, again, I'm not sure. I'm just, again, very unsure as to like how many customers you actually have. And like, why would you need someone to like greet, again, greeting customers? Like you just, like people are just pouring in the doors again (laughs) to just like kick the tire on a couple pallets. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, I, I'm I'm really uh, weirded out by his his uh, how cavalier he is with capitalizing letters. There's Just, a lot of that going on here. I, I like the uh, clothes due to any virus. Like it's <laughs> like we know what you're saying. It's not a bunch that we're all talking about right now. Correct. And, uh, enjoy a new challenge every day. It's like stop giving me this Con Air secret message thing. <laughs> Where you capitalize specific words and I'm supposed to line up those words to know what you're actually trying to tell me. Right. We all know what new challenge every day means. It means like we'll ask you to do anything and you better fucking do it. Or yeah, else for sure. Laid off. You're on toilet ballots. You're on toilet ballots today <laughs> and then sandwich ballots tomorrow and clean my car ballots Thursday. <laughs> There's a pallet under each of these things. We can yeah. a, a pallet brought mm-hmm. this toilet here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be thankful. Yeah, pallets technically, if you come everything comes on a pallet. You're absolutely right, mm-hmm. which is why you might have need to have them unlimited. So, um, okay, so the ad continues. We are currently seeking doc help to assist. It seems like there's multiple positions here. We are currently seeking doc help to assist our shipping and receiving manager. Must be able to drive a forklift and speak Spanish. That one, honestly, Damn bilingual. This mm-hmm. one's the, the the thing in the entire the only sentence in the ad that makes perfect sense to me. Like, you need doc help. Shipping and receiving, you drive a forklift, you're going to have to speak Spanish. Like, none of this, like, there's customers, none of this, like, new challenges. Like, no, it's the same challenge every day. It's moving pallets all the yeah. time. I feel like in high school, you shouldn't learn, like, like math or anything. You should just learn how to speak Spanish and drive a forklift, and you will never <laughs> be unemployed. I completely agree. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, Jesus, what, what, what a disservice we are doing mm. to ourselves and and others um we are currently seeking laborers to repair and build pallets so this is another job this position does require training (laughs) okay i'm sorry i'll I'll finish this position does require training at 15 dollars per hour once training is completed you will paid based on your performance aka you got to build so many pallets (laughs) (laughs) i hope you're good at ikea furniture because it's a job now um, and I guess this is for this position, or maybe I don't know. Average pay per hour once training is completed is up to you. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Employees on the pallet program ranges from $22 per hour to $28 per hour. That's good, but again, you got to be a rock star. What you make per hour is based on your performance. Mm-hmm. We offer paid sick leave, paid vacation, paid, by ho- paid holidays, and yearly bonuses. Please respond via phone, apply in person at this address. We're open Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 3 p.m. Those are not terrible hours, 6 a.m. This job isn't that bad. It's, it's not, not that, that bad, bad. but mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to work with someone who wants me to work at a fast past environment. And, <laughs> uh, and also, this guy sounds – he just sounds like he's going to yell at me all the yeah. time. He seems yeah, like a lot of yelling, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and yeah. I, I don't want I don't want to get yelled at about like a, something that I'm, is also constantly giving me splinters. Uh-huh. <laughs> like I would say I would say number one splinter giver is a pallet. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Of uh, all uh, the wood things you could interact with in a yeah. civilized once, society. Once you get out of like elementary school tan bark falling down like <laughs> scenarios, then pallets, number one splinter. I love that too when we we're kids. They're like, let's put redwood as the bark. Like yeah. the thing that yeah. infects uh-huh. you when it gets in there, shut yeah. up. I got redwood. But put it like anywhere I'm- kids want to jump. There's like a mild acid in like every pine and cedar, but yeah, it's it's great Mm -hmm. for skin. Um, Yeah, I I, I would say that again, here's the the job that looks good is the one who's the forklift driver. That's Mm. the good job that's in this batch. The first one is front yard manager and greeting customers. No, that could be a real nightmare shit show. The, The dock help, you know, where you're where you're driving a forklift, that seems like the, the most manageable. And then the building pallets, boy, oh boy, that's not going to be a fun ride. No, that's not. I, I mean, the, I think the front yard manager might be okay because this does sound to me like a job where there, you don't get a whole lot of like idiots wandering in. You know, like everyone who shows up at the pallet place knows what they're there for. But yeah, I would hope it, so. But it, but it is a thing that if your manager is a fucking idiot, like he might be, <laughs> then you might get a lot of people in there who were, have been lied to. <laughs> so you might have to deal with that. I think that but, that's for sure the case. I don't know what they would be lied to about when it comes to pallets. Because again, uh, we heard I, they were I, unlimited, I, bud. I, don't know. <laughs> I got 30. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I just, I, again, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I cannot stress this enough. I do not know a lot about pallets, but I would um, like to know what a pallet I, goes for. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's that's the other question is are these people selling pallets just pallets? They're selling, and so, making, and Gary. I've never talked about pallets this much in my life. It's uh, very uh, weird. Yeah, uh, this, mm-hmm. this is probably top three amounts of time to talk about pallets. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I guess they're they're start to finish pallet business. There mm. are also pallets that aren't made of just wood. Like I've seen like a plastic like that, you know, like almost like that playground material. You know how like that super firm plastic that's like trying to be wood. You know what I mean? Um, I've seen them. I mean, I'm just telling you. I've seen for them a pallet truther like myself, those aren't pallets <laughs> and they will never be pallets. Um, yeah. I mean, that's fair. Again, I'm pretty sure these are all wood pallets. Just Yeah. I, I, yeah, I am curious how much a, a pallet costs. What do you say? What do you take a guess? How much do you think a pallet costs? One pallet. I think you can go to Home Depot and get them for like five bucks. The used five ones. bucks. I was gonna say like twenty five. I didn't. It feels like you know a big heavy piece of wood. Let's. Like, yeah, I'm excited. See, I haven't been this excited since I woke up. We're gonna find out what one. Okay, one hundred fifty bucks for one hundred fifty bucks for a new line pallet. Now, that's, now, granted, if you're buying multiple pallets and if you're doing it unlimited, which is what I'm hoping. Um, oh, thanks, Amazon Assistant. Hey, Use recycle wood. Six bucks. Okay, yeah, six seventy for a used one. Those six seventy five uh-huh. for two hundred. But you're you're building them, so oh my, yeah, you're right, man. So yeah, there's there's a couple different the, the price there's, point, shall we yeah, say, ranges quite. There's a markup I mean, if, on new pallets. If, yeah, mm. maybe we should get into the pallet business. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, maybe this is. Oh, here's a, here's one that's seventy six dollars. That's uh, obviously a plastic sort of, uh-huh. you know, uh, composite material. Uh, but yeah, uh, we got a, a Wayfair for sixty bucks. So again, I think that's it really the Wayfair one comes with a little kid, so that's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gra- Gracie, Gracie Oaks. Yeah, that's what it's made of. Gracie, Gracie Oaks. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm, I, I guess like I'm gonna say fuck this place, not because okay, this does look like a bad job, but mainly because I want the job that I can't get. I want, I, I want to be able to be the, I want to do do the. 
the forklift driving. I want to help the shipping and receiving. I don't want to talk to customers. And I sure should don't want to build a bunch of fucking pallets. So mainly I'm just not qualified. And I don't think that I'd be able to stick it out in the building pallet phase. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To see if I couldn't work my way up. I just think I it, mean, it, imagine it how sad it is if you go in and you didn't get the pallet maker job. Like you're not even qualified enough to make mm-hmm. wood ballots. Yeah, yeah, that'd be yeah. super sad. So yeah. I, can't, I can't face that either. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say fuck this place because I don't want uh, I don't want to hang out with this guy who's just going to be yelling at me about little like wood all day. Do you think uh, good hours though? The hours aren't bad. The hours are good. This is a this is maybe a medium fuck this place. Like not an all the way deal. Yeah. Because again, or like if, a summer first job, like you, like your kid got caught smoking weed in mm-hmm. ninth grade, and you're mm-hmm. you're like, well, you're not gonna hang out with your friends this year. You're gonna fucking build pallets mm-hmm. and buy yeah. Honda Civic at the end. Yeah, yeah. Come out <laughs> with a new car and character. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. With their splintered hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm comfortable with a medium fuck this place. Mm, fair. Yeah, fair. I'd say okay, summer so, job not bad. I've done stuff like this. I built um. I spent a whole summer in like a an American sweat. Oh, this is uh, never mind. I guess that's one of the jobs. Talk about later. <laughs> yeah. I'll wait. Okay, well we're gonna move I on to remember that job. Uh, well, we're gonna we're gonna dig into those for sure. But before we do that, we're gonna take a look at post number two, which is rear gate needs mending. Uh-huh. We are immediately met. We are immediately met. Let me hold on with an image that screams, "My prisoner escaped." <laughs> yeah, for sure. This is the guy who posted his name is Golden State Killer. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this what picture is severe. Um, uh-huh. And yeah. again, uh, if you're not if you're not watching uh, on YouTube, this the brief description here. We've got a uh, black sort of pointy metal gate, like almost like a classic, like almost like suburban kind of style gate, like not a particularly fancy, but not like trashy gate. But everything else around it mm-hmm. is like there's a there's a piece of like broken particle board at the base, mm-hmm. a very obvious like big ass chain with like a big ass lock and then behind the gate <laughs> is what can only be described as like an animal feeding yard that no animal would consent to be yeah. in. I want I want to yeah. point out real quick. I want to point out real quick. Okay, so look, you can see the like the uh the weld marks on the top bar there, right? Uh-huh. For where uh-huh. uh where each post is supposed to go. Uh-huh. So we have three here that so he's missing three of these posts. He's yeah. taken one. See how it's ill aligned here? Uh-huh. He's taken one and he's using that particle board to hold that up. Oh my so, god. So and then and then he dropped a Sharpie down at the bottom. I don't know what that's about. He just noticed <laughs> that. He's also he's got a Sharpie. Yeah, yeah. And I also so, love the only thing that's not 40 years old is a brand new gold lock. Brand, like if I'm gonna yeah, invest yeah. in anything. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I also like how it looks like all the pointy ends are dipped in poison. So that's fun. <laughs> uh-huh. The ends yeah. are very pointy up here. Yeah. Yeah, that, that gold log looks like he stole it from one of the Rough Riders. <laughs> like <it's just> like... <laughs> That's off of one of DMX's dogs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is a very gold lock. And, it, and, and not only is the lock new, but the chain is also new. So it is uh-huh. uh, yeah. obvious, again, that whoever, and I think it's probably a who, was in this room or this. I think uh, it's a what. Whatever. Yeah, what? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, if they had like a dim a dog or something, um, it has busted out. Uh, and so they've decided to replace that uh-huh. with, with a brand new lock yeah. and chain. It, it turns out you can't use this like very flimsy gate to hold in the buffest pit bull you've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yeah, and again, like it's obvious that it's a very narrow yard in the back. There is what seems to be like Tyvek or like trash bag material against a, a back. Like, Fuck, there wooden it is. Gate. I didn't notice that. Um, yeah, well, it's, it's like it's like I don't know if you're holding in something or keeping something out. Like, I don't know sure. what side um, of this we're supposed you're, to be. Yeah, on. <laughs> that's a yeah. very good point. Hey, yeah, guys, I don't want to. I don't want to like be like crazy. Is that a pallet behind that door in the back? What is? Or is that? No, that's just the fence. Okay, I got scared. Sorry, I got this. <laughs> yeah, you thought the other pallet was, the guy too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a pallet. No, it's uh-huh. just fence. So th- I should also note that there's a lot of. There seems to be a lot of hay in this yard yeah. that we're uh-huh. trying to either not get into or we're trying to keep something in. Difficult to tell. This does look like every shitty valley. Like every like Nick can attest to this. Yep. Every shitty house in the block of a valley neighborhood looks like this yeah i will say that as spooky as this looks i have been to several like cancinera after parties (laughs) in this backyard uh i've drank in fucking four locos and as a high school Uh yeah i have definitely tripped over this bark like this random wood on the ground i've tripped over that drunkenly in my life (laughs) that might be my sharpie i was probably tagging something (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, just a drunk 14 year old Mm -hmm. Or wait, what does it say? Please help, send help on the. Yeah. Oh no, we have to. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll get there. Okay, so that's the picture that we're dealing with—a uh-huh. rusted out, fucked up piece of fence mm-hmm. and gate. Then there is some text. The text reads, "Hello, mm-hmm. please oh, let me know fuck. the cost." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh it's fuck! Hello. <laughs> It's like, did the hello come from the Craigslist ad mm-hmm. or from like around the corner? Of yeah, did gate? it come from behind me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it does appear to be text in the ad, and there's literally one sentence, and it says, please let me know the cost to either repair or replace or altogether weld a new rear gate on this property. And then it says, place quote here, and there's a link which we could click. And then it says, Thanks. I actually think this is kind of cool. It's a thing where you could do quotes. Yeah, it looks like when you click it, um, maybe. It's like an app or something where people can quote. Yeah, a place it. where you can maybe put in a, uh, here we go. So uh-huh. it's like some, man, this website does not seem real. P P L S R P P R P R. People's Draper. <laughs> people's repair.com. How much would you rape this person? Give me a quote at people's um, and then, yeah, so essentially it's almost like a little eBay site where, again, it's obvious that they've set, like, someone has bid for 169 bucks and said... There's no way that guy is doing that for $169. For sure, I bet you the dude He was himself, thinking of, like, case of Coors. Well, yeah, I think also yeah. the person who um, took this photo is the person who, who bid $169. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just to, Drug- like, set them No, up. I think it's too much. He would have he been, like, 20 bucks. Old Not- oh, you're right now. That's a good point. T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. He doesn't yeah. want to drive up the price. Miscellaneous box. Yeah. But it does look like SAC 208 is the bidder, and um, uh-huh. they have bid $169, and they did it 12 hours ago. So, uh-huh. you know, this could be a bit of a bidding war. He, he was like, 168 you got to let me listen to whatever music I want. I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and you have to old, offer me a cold glass of water every half hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying I'm going to take it, but you got to offer it. Um, and that's yeah, that is the post. I mean, essentially, you you, you can negotiate whatever you can with um, this oh, doomsday prepper. Scroll scroll down, Chase, a little bit, please. Yeah, there's like a the, bunch um, of text down here. He just lists a bunch of stuff. Look at this, <laughs> and just into the mind of a serial killer, just real quick. I've I've seen ads like this before, where it just seems like maybe maybe they're just using trying to use keywords. You know what I mean? Like people are yeah, I don't, you know. 
I don't Go think ahead. they understand. Like they're trying to hashtag things without hashtags. This oh, is like a TikTok sure, not... where there's just like a small <laughs> amount of information and then yeah, yeah. a lot of things. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like the, there's towns, a bunch of towns, Fairfield, mm-hmm. Swanson Estates, West Sacramento. Then there's a then there's a bunch of huge uh, fan of all those towns. Here's my top five, twenty five favorite like towns. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to throw that in there. Uh-huh. I love Numbus. Uh-huh. I love Orangeville. Uh-huh. Uh, and then after that, there's just a bunch. This is probably his top 100 just people or jobs. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. General yeah. handyman, yeah. ceiling leaks. Yeah. Uh, I like then, at the bottom, he starts getting to the hits because he starts capitalizing things all the way through. <laughs> Plumbing, water heaters, cloud drains. These are like his favorite, favorite things. Yeah, man. Well, I'm going to say fuck this place just because let's imagine I did have the skill set. You're going to weld it. But like for some reason, because of like the like ghost pro- properties of, of of this situation, you're the gonna ghost weld it. Properties? Yeah, they become that that whispery hello. You're gonna weld, finish welding like the last weld, and then you're gonna realize you just welded yourself inside a wholly different cage. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. That's what I thought too. Mm-hmm. So, oh. that's me. Yeah, I'm it's like right when you get finished with the job, he he slides a bowl of slop underneath. And says, Welcome <laughs> home. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's um, slop. It's really just hay and water. Yeah, I'm gonna say yeah. fuck this place because I don't want to. Like, it's like you have to fix things he found using other things that he found. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. weld this to this uh, human hair in a board yeah. of. <laughs> yeah, I found some rocks. Bones? Put it up against that if you want. <laughs> just weld it. So you can't mm. weld everything. You can weld some stuff. <laughs> yeah, I think you understand what welding is. Mm. Just oh, mending actually. Just found a wooden door. Uh-huh. Yeah, Welded. I guess so. You know, uh-huh. I guess fuck this place. What's up, everybody? What's going on, guys? Wanted to remind you that you can text the podcast anytime you want, night or day, whenever the hell you want. It's fine. It's uh, the number is four seven zero bad jobs. The actual numbers are four seven zero two two three five six two seven. That's the number. So yeah, anytime you want. Like I said, middle of the night, whenever. We don't got jobs right now. Whatever's going on with you is going on with us. I mean, absolutely. Maybe you maybe you still have a job and it's like shitty. You can tell us about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you don't have a job and it was and it was shitty before. Maybe you're getting one of those weird like uh, temperature forehead checks right now. For and sure. You want to pull out your phone and just say, you know what, fuck you guys. I'm gonna text four seven zero bad jobs. Four seven zero two two three five six two seven is the number. Uh, that is the number. And you can also call us uh, if you want, but I mean, whatever. It's it's your choice. That's the point here. Okay, so Steve, what is the first job you ever had? Well, so this question is a little interesting because I, um, my dad is a plumber, like a, like a journeyman or a master plumber. Mm-hmm. So I worked with him a lot. So threading pipes, stuff like that. But if you went outside the family business, the first one I ever had was I worked at an ice cream shop called Vicks Ice Cream in Land Park, Sacramento. It's kind of like a famous ice cream place around there. Uh-huh. And uh, I was not a good employee. Okay. okay. I, I used to uh, – there, there, do I just keep going or you ask me more yeah. questions? How old were you? How old were you? I was about 15. It was like my first job. Uh, it was about four houses down from my house. So, like, I just okay. kind of went there. It was kind of like the, like the ice cream shop where everyone – all the cool kids kind of hung out, if that oh, even yeah. makes sense. Oh, no. So, like, I, there was a TCBY outside my high school yeah, that was like – Exactly. Yeah. It's exactly yeah. the same thing except we made our own ice cream, right? Way better. So, uh-huh. when I, so, like, that was kind of the lowest guy's job. What I would do is I would go – I would take an ice cream bin when I thought it was empty. I'd bring it in the back. You had this, like, kind of like a fucking 
look like a saw room with like everything's tile and there's just like a hose that you can do anything in there and no one would know. Uh-huh, and so uh-huh. we were just like, I was tarp spraying on the out. walls. There's tarp on the walls, just don't scream. Um, <laughs> and then I would hang them up, right? But after a while, I noticed that people wouldn't look at where, like when I brought them back, if they were a bunch of ice cream or not. And so what I used to do is I would wait till there's about, each can was probably about three, four feet tall. Yeah, like a big circle, ass. Rolls yeah. down. And so I would wait till it was like six inches. And I would go back there and I would just eat it like a monkey, like out of my hands <laughs> in the back, like in this like this like fucking jail cell. Like the place looked like when you go into a uh, jail and they delouse you and spray yeah. you with like the, uh-huh. Uh-huh. the uh-huh. fucking hose. And, and there's so just, just like a, a kid back there eating handfuls of ice cream. Yeah, handfuls of ice cream. And I thought it was great, right? I was like, oh, this job's pretty cool now. I can just go back, eat ice cream once every hour. Yeah. No one would know. And then one time I was sitting crisscross applesauce eating like a monkey. Like Winnie the like, Pooh. Just like Yeah, like Winnie the Poohing <laughs> chocolate chip cookie dough. And my boss came in and he was like, What are you doing? I was just like mid pooing it. <laughs> and I was I got off the ice cream pretty quick there. I was mopping after that. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. So, so this whole time he you weren't supposed to be doing that. I mean There wasn't a rule in place. No one said I couldn't. Uh-huh. Look, I'm not coming after you. I'm just asking. <laughs> I'm just well, asking. I've always said this, and I've always had this stance. You can look back to what when I got fired. No one said I couldn't fistful ice cream into my mouth. That was yeah. nowhere in the thing. Fair, fair point. I believe you. I believe you. I just yeah. there was no employee came, handbook. So, so okay. So he comes back there. He sees you. You're wearing only a red T-shirt. Nothing else. <laughs> you're no this, He screams, "Oh my god!" And then you're like, <laughs> and then I say, "There's nothing in the handbook about this." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before he even addresses what the real issue, he you just yell, "There's nothing in the handbook about there's this." Nothing in the handbook. I've about looked this. up your pants policy, your hands in the ice cream policy, <laughs> just ass on the ground baby. policy. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. good. I'm untouchable. Yeah. Yeah, and you walk out and, of the uh, fucking I, Danny Ocean. Like, you're yeah. just like, they got nothing on you. Nothing on me. My red shirt, balls popping out as I walk past tiny uh-huh. kids. I just serve uh-huh. them eggs out sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. So, question. So, question. You're, okay, like, we all know what happened in this, in this like, room of requirement, I guess. But, like, what happened before that? Were you serving ice cream to people? Or were you just, like, just waiting for those barrels to get empty? So, <laughs> you know what I mean? so to serve ice cream. It was a really fun, stupid, pathetic job. Not for me, but like the guys that worked there like eight, ten years. They were mm-hmm. managers. Mm-hmm. And they were just like pathetic. It was just sad, man. They're and they lifers. like really they, – yeah, they were lifers at this ice cream shop. Mm-hmm. And they like thought it was cool that they could slide people's scoops and stuff. It was like, dude, be a bartender, you fucking, <laughs> fucking plebe. And so like you would have to work your way up to serve ice cream. Oh my god! So, so with like, I got to serving ice cream, oh, okay. but like I would just because mainly when you get to serving ice cream, you start hooking up your friends, you know. Yeah. And then um, <laughs> I just have like very when I get comfortable somewhere, I just like let loose, and so like I started making up um, like sandwiches and ice cream shakes and calling them the Steve Fury shake and Steve Fury uh-huh. sandwich uh-huh. and having my friends order them mm-hmm. and. These like thirty-two-year-old dudes would just be so pissed mm. when my friends would come in and be like, "Hey, can I get the Steve Fury sandwich?" Which was egg salad with bacon. Oh, that's pretty good. Okay, pretty good sandwich, right? And mm. then the Steve Fury milkshake, fifty-fifty mint chip, uh, cookies and cream. Incredible. So, 
incredible. And I'm like, why don't you add this to your thing? And people would come in and be like, can I get the Steve Perry special? And then managers would be like, I don't know who that is. And I don't know what you're talking about. And they're like, oh, you mean the guy with the pants off eating ice cream by the yeah, yeah. ladle? The, in the, guy, the, guy with, uh, the guy with the surprising amount of blonde hairs coming out of his ass? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, whatever. That job was okay. It just wasn't. How did it was you, cool, man. How did you get the job? I mean, like, did you I go there a lot? I lived four houses down. So oh, yeah. I would go there a little bit, and I also kind of was like, I was just there, you know, I was, was so close, and mm-hmm. I would go there, and like, and then it's kind of like if you grew up in our neighborhood, this is where you kind of like, you know, it was like, I feel like ice cream shops maybe used to be a bigger thing, where, you know, like, once every two weeks, your dad, my dad would be like, want to go eat some ice cream? You're like, yeah. fucking damn, motherfucker! <laughs> and then you'd go there, and you'd just hope to see one of your friends, and be like, dude, we yeah. did it, dude, we got fucking ice cream, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's correct. I mean, I would say it's actually a pretty good model. Like, it it doesn't happen as much anymore. Although I feel like it's coming back a little bit. But like the the like we don't keep ice cream in the house. But like every now and then we do pay yeah, more yeah. for ice cream out, out that someone makes. You know, because that that ice cream is way better than grocery store ice cream. It right? is. Yeah. But it's yeah. also it like now it's like eight dollars for two scoops of ice cream. One hundred percent. But I will say, as a person who's recently slung some cream, uh, that it's denser usually. <laughs> oh um, yeah, it's better ice cream. I mean, it's not. My favorite is like they have this one that's like slow churned ice cream and it's like just more air in the ice cream, I guess. Uh, yeah. So mm-hmm. they're selling you half the weight of ice. Sorry, I have a lot of ice cream opinions. To be Same. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. also have a lot of ice cream opinions. Mm-hmm. Oh, there we go. Pe- people so do. Where were you even slinging cream? I was slinging cream at uh, Wanderlust in LA, uh, in Atwater Village. They uh, they do. Is that an ice cream place or like a smorgasbord kind of it's, thing? It's, no, it's artisanal. They do. They actually uh, do serve at smorgasbord, but um, I never did that because that sounded dumb um i honestly the whole thing was dumb but um yeah oh uh, i went i've been to smorgasbord and it's like uh, yeah i'll pay 45 dollars for a hot dog because i'm in a <laughs> alley in fucking industrial la it's like yeah. the weirdest thing They're like no i put kimchi on that dog i can taste it i know you yeah. and still not 45 dollars yeah that's what happens there and i didn't want to go but i mean you know Atwater's pretty close to uh where i'm in los Feliz, so it was like a super short commute and uh it was basically me and a bunch of teens you know because like you know 30 something year old dudes should not work at ice cream stores no no that was just the guys i was talking about yeah you're correct um and because like you don't want to care you know what i mean like you really don't want to care about ice cream um and so uh yeah so but when you have to to get some someone in trouble for an ice cream related incident it's like what are we even doing no, yeah. this is a made up thing. <laughs> Absolutely not. They wanted to make me like a like a like a like a schedule or whatever. I was like, no, 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 no. I'll open and close, but like I have no responsibility here. Like <laughs> you don't understand. Like I left that place and they were like, Well, we'll see uh, you know, if you ever want to come back. And I was like, if I if you ever see me back here, something has gone very badly for me. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I I mean, I'll for sure come back here if I need to, but like yeah, I just it, want you to know. You were like, if you ever see me back here, it's cause I failed at suicide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like just blood's coming out the well. side of your head i thought i'd get some ice cream <laughs> i would just i'm just hoping to you know cut cut my teeth in the cream again well, um, well it's great i feel like is you could go back on two ways right number one sad pathetic yeah i need a job again number two doing so well you can afford to eat ice cream yeah mm-hmm. and then you know it's crazy i went back i did go back not that super recently but like maybe nine months ago or something and um they weren't keeping the freezer cold enough, man. So the ice cream wasn't that good. And I was just like, you know, this place has gone downhill. If they had a chase, who cared? And again, who should not be here about <laughs> this? Set a dial. I'm just saying the freezer wasn't cold enough. They had the doors off too long. I know it happened. Okay. So just, I mean, real quick though, Steve. So 
Uh, how long were you there total? You know, in high school, it feels like years, but it was probably like mm-hmm. eight months, maybe a year. Mm-hmm. I think I did. I think I busted a year. But, you know, mm-hmm. high school, you're like, I've been here my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and, and how long from when you started uh, illegally eating the ice cream before you got caught? Like, yeah. how long, how, yeah. how much, how much of that was eating? And how much ice cream would you say you ate in that time? Well, what was great, and which I feel like I, I neglected to say, is I also found the uh, ingredients closet. <laughs> so I was going, I was going uh-huh. fistfuls of cookie dough uh-huh. and Oreos in my uh-huh. in my spare time, you know, just going back, <laughs> eating so, some pecans, praline, like nothing matter. Uh-huh. I, and, I imagine uh, there's like several other teenagers trying to hold you back and you're just pushing through to get back into the ingredients <laughs> closet and stuff. Or I sit in the closet and uh-huh. I put my feet up so no one can get in. Yeah. <laughs> He's in the closet again with his pants. His uh-huh. pants are outside the closet. He's yeah, eating. Yeah. Like Winnie the Pooh again. But but at this point you're you're basically made of cold now. <laughs> so when anyone yeah. grabs you, their arm like crep breaks off and they yeah. like glass and stuff. <laughs> That'd be a sick origin story. Uh-huh. Just a, uh-huh. just a kid who got locked in an ice cream freezer overnight and yeah. ate enough cookie dough to become become a villain with diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll defeat you, Batman. Let me check my blood sugar real quick. I gotta put it in my belly button. I'm gonna get you as soon as I get a little bit more energy. My level's a little low right now. You want some insulin, Robin? Insulin? Anyone? Eat this Mars bar. I'll be back. How long were you able to keep up the ruse? I mean, obviously, you didn't even know it was a ruse. You were just honestly, it became more of like a dirty little secret that people knew that they Mm. just didn't talk about. Mm. You did it, or they all did it. No, I don't believe anyone has done it before or since. So they all just knew you did it. Also, if if you had 30-something-year-old managers, they knew that they couldn't sustain physically that volume of sweets. You know what I mean? Like, if they wanted to be you, they couldn't do it because uh-huh. they, they would just the you your body starts collapsing on you if you're not a yeah. teenager yeah, it's like sort of I, I every cell in your body's automatically renewing 100 percent. i would I, yeah it became like a thing i think no one cared they were like hey let's see how much ice cream we can feed this kid uh-huh. and um <laughs> it was a lot yeah so then one night it, like you're you're the manager's overnight doing inventory and he comes up he's like hey this is weird we're short 17 pounds of ice cream <laughs> yeah in the and last I'm like, three weeks know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're just like on an iron lung just just, like, <laughs> <laughs> just in the back uh-huh it's just wake intravenous up? now yeah, yeah i'm just yeah. putting in fucking mango sherbet intravenously <laughs> 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 More ice cream than boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the story of some of my memoirs. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So, all right, Steve. So that was your first. Well, job. no, hold on a second. Wait, wait, you yeah. said you got. Whoa, 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 whoa. I know we have to move on to worst job, but like, how did you? Did you get fired or something? Like, what happened? I quit for football. Okay. Mm-hmm. There you go. So I something started with football, ended, and I did it again. Um. And the staff turnover so much, you know, I was like, I'll just go in, still get the hookup. Mm-hmm. But like two weeks after I left, they like yeah, they're all had gone. a whole new crew and no yeah, one gave a fuck yeah. about me anymore. Yeah. And I stopped getting free chips. It was yeah. Yeah. Two weeks later, you went but, back in, it was like a Vietnamese hair salon. You were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? What are you guys using the fucking spray tank for? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I, just want, I just wanted to know how you got out. We used to have a beef with the other ice cream place on, in mm-hmm. East Sacramento called Burr's Ice Cream. Uh-huh. And we would just, we just shit on them like, uh-huh. I don't, like your vanilla's not pure or fucking uh-huh. Moroccan. Uh-huh. 
and um, <laughs> yeah. you like you came out and you like wiped ice cream on your face like war paint, <laughs> like let him know. Show me your mall balls. Peanut butter fudge on my face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I go in there, I'm eating their ice cream. It's Sunday Steve. <laughs> You're just like, where's your ingredients closet? Where's he? He's like banging on all the doors trying to find their ingredients it's the closet. Uh-huh. He's just eating like the cherry syrup. <laughs> just downing the whole thing, the whole bag. <laughs> oh, it was so good. I used to take shots of the liquid marshmallow. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're a beast, up. bro. Yeah, yeah, you're. you're I, man, I don't. Fuck. Not healthy. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's the, you know you you can kind of get away with it at the teenage mm-hmm. level for a while anyway. All right, Chase, you ready? I'm ready. Okay. All right, Steve. So that was your first job. What would you say is the worst job you ever had? I don't know. I would say one summer I kind of had that palate thing where a friend of mine's. Like, you know, it's never good when you get a job from a, a, a day labor force. Mm-hmm. You ever done that? Day labor work? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, uh, I was just like, maybe I'll get a job. And my friend had, they built like, they had this warehouse where they built a bunch of different stuff. And then this summer they were building all the white tables that Levi's were going to be put on at, okay. at Macy's. Uh-huh. So I was like, oh yeah, that seems okay. That doesn't seem that bad. And then I got there and only person that spoke English, um, no AC right. in oh, Sacramento. Right. And I was right. just, I just silently built fucking these Levi tables for th- four months to mariachi music. Mm-hmm. That was pretty bad. But I also uh-huh. used to sell drugs for a long time and that yeah. was really fun, but there were also like super bad moments in that. Yeah, I uh-huh. believe it. Uh-huh. Well, so with, like, I, mean, well, I, I want to, I want to talk about both of those, but, Okay, so just just um, this is just mostly for me and Chase. Actually, uh, we talk about how Macy's is the worst company you can work for. So it's so good. It's this so was funny. a good, like this was a bottom thing for Macy's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so fun. God, that's an evil company. God damn, um, dude. The craziest thing I learned at that job was the asses on truck drivers are so big. It's like mm-hmm. sat- it, my favorite way to say it is like you know that kindergarten teacher ass where it goes from like the front <laughs> to the back. Yeah, like yeah, it's like a yeah. Saturn, like a uh-huh. rings on Saturn, but uh-huh. it's just for ass. Uh-huh. These guys everyone had like it looked like his legs were made of soup. Like just <laughs> loose could, could like fo- fold out, slither under some sort of door. Yeah, and they yeah. were just it was just the war. That job fucking sucked. But it was just mainly manual labor and I just uh-huh. Just fucking hate manual labor. Yeah, and it's just like yeah. all those Mexican dudes probably thought you were like on the run from the law. <laughs> just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's so like, doing I here? was somehow their fucking superior. <laughs> yeah, 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 questions. yeah, I was yeah. like, I don't. Yeah, they're like, and they have to wear masks all the yeah. time. Uh-huh. It's pre-corona, and they're like glowing <laughs> paint everywhere. Like uh-huh. I would have to paint the table. Oh, it was fucking yeah. gnarly. You got out of that job. Yeah, you're like, I'm never wearing a mask building. again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so long. I like, still believe it. I'm anti-mask. <laughs> I would imagine. I feel like a lot of times the like the the like physical labor job, it like sounds all right, right? You know, uh, in your head, you're like, oh, it's just doing this. And you're like, well, how many tables can Macy's fucking yeah. possibly need? And you're like, no, we're doing tables for every 10, Macy's. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, west of the Mississippi. <laughs> yeah, just like, fucking thousand. Yeah. The Go best ahead. thing about manual labor jobs, though, is the drive home. You know, mm. when, or like when you finally sit down and you're like, I earn not doing anything. 
for sure. Whereas now, where I only do nothing, mm-hmm. <laughs> it feels like I've earned nothing. And fair, yeah, absolutely. Like the weekend when you have a manual labor job is like, yeah, the yeah. best. You get I, why like your dad was only in his underwear on Fridays. I, yeah, I one hundred percent agree. I totally think that that's. I was gonna say yeah that you understand why all your uncles are drunk at the barbecue. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like on a Sunday, it and you're like, yeah, they're not alcoholics. They only have forty eight hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That they're not yeah. tired. Yeah. <laughs> and they're going to use that uh-huh. to drink Budweiser. Yeah, just to mm-hmm. fucking obliterate themselves. Yeah, and sit on the driveway. Mm-hmm. 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 Maybe have their feet in the kiddie pool. I don't know. 48 Sounds hours good. that they're not tired is yeah. 100%. That's all you get. That's um, all you get in your life until you retire. And then you're just tired. tired. And then you're just tired, really. Yeah. I've never mm-hmm. seen a person who's retired have a bunch of energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so so it's a bit of a split. So okay, so get into so you were selling drugs for a while. Yeah, I sold drugs from thirteen to twenty six. Okay, and uh-huh. yeah, you had a career time. almost. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. I did a long time. I was not great at it. I never made a shit ton of money, but I made enough money. I mainly sold a lot of weed and a lot of pills, like uh, Norco's and Percocets, like that, oh. before they got cool. Were you selling just for losers back then? Were you selling them? Were you selling drugs while you were eating handfuls of ice cream? It was starting. Okay. okay. So I I had multiple jobs and I would do the drugs thing on the side because a lot of times no one's buying drugs at like Wednesday at noon anyway, uh-huh. and sometimes you just get bored. So it depended really. <laughs> like I when the my the height of my drug selling was in the beginning. Of probably like the beginning of the 2010s, uh-huh. 2008 to 2010, 12, mm-hmm. when um, medical cannabis just started becoming legal and they were just popping up weed shops everywhere uh-huh. mm-hmm. and they needed a bunch of weed. So, what I would do is I would drive up to Humboldt, yeah. buy like a couple pounds for like 700 bucks, come back down, sell those pounds for 1400 bucks, do that like twice, three times a month, make a cool amount of money. Yeah. But sometimes it goes bad. Oh, I remember one time my buddy goes, uh, this is like what I'm doing pretty good on selling weed, but I'm starting to sell indoor, which is you can't really, you have to grow it or buy it from someone. You can't really go up to Humboldt and just get it from anyone. Mm-hmm. So I'm starting to sell indoor with this guy named Chad DeBox. He actually just passed away. He was a chill dude. He was a pretty scary guy, about 6'8", always wore black sweatpants, big black mm-hmm. guy. Uh, went to jail because he thought he was drunk, broke into someone's house fell asleep on their couch with two pistols in his hands. Oh, my God. Oh, man, Desperado. Yeah, like Desperado or this fucking Saints Row, or not Saints Row, Boondock uh, Saints Boondock shit. Saints, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just the woman just came home, and there's like this 6'8 black dude in black sweats with two pistols in his lap. He mm-hmm. went to jail. But before he did, I, I kind of, he was like, they, were, they, they had like a gang. It was a gang. Mm-hmm. They, it was like 10 guys in this gang. They mm-hmm. would go rob people. I was kind of like a moon outside, like mm-hmm. uh they're like, hey, can you drive me here? Can you pick this up? I wasn't like in the group, or you know, I'd be like, hey, there's this drug dealer. I found out where he lives. You want to go rob him and give me some right. stuff? <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, my buddy, one of my best friends, goes, hey, man, I'm in a culinary school. This guy in uh, Stockton, shithole city. Sorry, Nick, I fucking hate that place. Dude, I love that place. <laughs> go ahead. Look, this is you're gonna it's you're gonna know why I hate it, and that's uh-huh. a great reason. He goes, a buddy of mine wants to buy two pounds. I go, okay, that sounds good. I can get two pounds, but I'll, I go, uh, I'm just going go to I'm just gonna go to Chad, give him to front it to me, which means uh, gives it to you on loan. Mm-hmm. I'll go down, sell it, come back up, get the money, right. made a couple grand in one day. Fucking let's go party, right? 
So we're driving down, smoking blunts, having a great time going to Stockton. Sacramento Stockton is like 45 minutes, 35, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. It depends on how fast we're going. Get there. Guy's calling us. Hey, man, I'm babysitting my niece and nephew right now. Do you guys mind meeting me uh, in this little area? And now this is like a – this neighborhood is like – has an aqueduct that goes through it, and there's like a little bridge that goes over, you know? It's kind of mm-hmm. like a – when they're building houses in the 90s, they all look the same. Mm-hmm. And so the little bridge that goes over – uh, when you pull up, you're kind of in a, a cul-de-sac where it's kind of like a little park to the bridge and on both sides of the house. And we see the guy at the top of the bridge, right? He's there. He's supposed to be there. Looked like a normal dude. Looked like a shitty white guy, you know, like a long hair, just like a mm-hmm. shitty, greasy white guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. Skinny. And we pull up into a parking spot. It's a real parking spot. Two hedges on both sides, right? Right when we unlock the door, first, two dudes come out and put pistols to the both of sides of our heads. And they go, uh, you know what time it is. That's all they said. Uh-huh. They go, you know what time it is. And I was like, I know exactly what fucking time this is. This is time for uh-huh. me to give you all the weed that I have and uh, and deal with that later, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> so we give the guy the weed. Like, I remember, I st- whenever I tell the story, I can remember the metal feeling on the side uh-huh. of my head. Uh-huh. It's kind of weird. Was that, like the, fucking, was, was that the first time you ever had a gun pulled on you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the first. I had yeah, another you never, one. You never get your first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's sobering, you know? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> we give the weed to the guys. We leave, you know, somber drive home. Not, uh-huh. not, uh-huh. not the best day in You're the just world. Just turning down that third eye blind you were listening to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Silence. Um, <laughs> driving home. We're sad. Uh-huh. He's like, you want to put on the new Coldplay? You're like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling yellow. I'm feeling pretty yellow right now. Um, we're like, okay, that sucked, man. Uh, whatever. And then I get a phone call, and it's Chad. Mm-hmm. And he goes, uh, so uh, how's it going? Where can I expect my money? And I'm like, uh, this is about $4,000. <laughs> dude, yeah. dude. That I don't have. Uh-huh. You don't have a dime of it. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, you don't even I have, have some of it. I have like a, I have like a thousand bucks. Okay, mm-hmm. not great. Mm-hmm. I go, uh, oh, dude, I just got robbed. And he goes, okay, I don't believe you. I think you're stealing my stuff. Oh, this is scary, dude. I, I, I used to see, we used to go to these parties. He was just like, he was like, hey, can you take me to this party? And I'm like, okay, yeah. It was always like a shitty South Sac party, right? Mm-hmm. And he would go, and he was just like beat up four or five people. Uh-huh. I saw him beat up four dudes at one time. He's six eight, huge dude. Yeah, fuck. Beat the shit out of everybody, and then I drive him home. It was a very weird time in my life, uh-huh. right? So then he goes, "I think you're lying to me." I go, "I'm not, dude. I swear to God, you know, I've dealt with you for probably five, six years at this time." He goes, "No, you're trying to rob me. I'm gonna go to your parents' house right now." And when he's going to my parents' house, he's not gonna tell on me. No. He's like gonna like set a fire. Uh-huh. Want to set a fire? Uh-huh. <laughs> so I go. I have to go. So I go. I never said that parents far before. <laughs> so I got, I drive by and he's there. He's down the street with like, you know, when your car is on. So just the little orange lights yeah, yeah, on the front, yeah. and the back, uh-huh. very menacing. Yeah. Uh-huh. I go there and I pick him up. He goes, and I go and I go inside. And I go, Hey man, you know, um, because I still want to deal with him too. Cause he's also my plug, you know, cause I got right. other stuff I'm doing. This wasn't mm-hmm. my only thing. I got people hitting me up all the time for weed. Right. And since I'm now in the hole with him, he doesn't want to give me more weed. Of course not. And the people I'm buying from don't want the outdoor weed I was buying up there. So I'm like, Hey man, 
Uh, I've been dealing with you a long time. The better you do is the better I do because then I get better prices. I've never really tried to fuck you over. How can I do this? And he goes, okay, you're going to have to give me a couple. How much money do you have? He goes, I use a thousand bucks. Bam, goes down to 3,000 bucks. He goes, okay, we got a couple jobs you're going to have to do for me. Uh-huh. I'm like, yeah, cool. I can eat ice cream anytime you want. Um, I can find the ingredients thing. He goes, no, you're going to have to find me a couple places to rob, like grow houses. And I'm like, okay, I know a grow house you can rob. What was the other? It was like two more jobs. So then I had to drive this dude around while he broke it into grow houses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And these were like, these aren't like the cool ones now, mm-hmm. like where you're like, there's fucking LED lights and all this cool shit. No, nah, this was like an 80 year old dude who I was plumbed on his house and knew he had a growth thing in the back. Yeah. And then so he would break it down. He would kick the, kick in the door. Like this dude was so big and strong. Uh-huh. He'd uh-huh. kick in the door, do it and run and have to peel out and go. I had to do so much shit for it. Oh, oh, that's the story that I'm forgetting. So he goes, okay, we did that one, right? He goes, okay, that's a thousand bucks off, which is kind of bullshit because he stole probably fifteen plants, which is uh-huh. more than a thousand dollars, right? Uh-huh. And then I came to you were like, um, actually, work. sir, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sir, I've done the math, and this was the big one. He goes, hey, okay, he goes, come over, to, he goes, come over to my house, right? This house was always, uh, it was weird. It was a weird house always because there's always like grow rooms and like three of the rooms so the lighting was weird there's always a box of purses because he hung out with this one guy that would rob old women and steal their purses and there's always a couple of guns but for some reason i just thought this was like normal for some reason i was like mm-hmm. yeah i'm gonna go to my buddy chad well, <laughs> pick up loose drugs i mean he was him. your associate yeah he was mm-hmm. he was my kind of like a boss so mm-hmm. then i get there he goes okay man so i paid him a thousand bucks i gave him like two plate i gave him the my, kind of a rival drug dealer in my neighborhood's house to hit because I found out where he lived. And then I did this other one. He goes, okay, this is the last one you're going to have to do. And he brings out this fucking taser. Uh-huh. And I remember how, it was He was like, this one's like more intense than the police one. If you ever heard a taser, like the bad ones, it goes like, when he hits it, it's like, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. he was like, Steve, now you know I love the show Jackass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, are you gonna tase me for a thousand bucks? So I was like, fuck, I a guess. Thousand dude, taking off my pants. Uh-huh. Um he goes, No, you're gonna have to tase this guy. Which guy? And I'm like guy? I know, I'm like, okay, you know, that could go anywhere. Very open ended question. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you guys know uh like you ever go to like a poor people's apartment complex where it's kinda like all outdoors? Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah. Like uh-huh. you, you go down, there's like there's like a cronky concrete it's path a, in the middle. Yeah, it's a little community. It's like its own little yeah. mini city. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's exactly like that. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm like, you know, I've lived in there. I don't mean it negatively before. People mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. Sure. look. Mm-hmm. So he goes, okay, there's going to be a T right here. Boom. Some steps go down. There's going to be a straight line here. and it's, So it's like this, right? Straight line here. Thick. He goes, there's going to be a guy walking past you. You're going to sit on the stairs. And, you know, I'm looking at my phone playing fucking snake or some shit. He's like, mm-hmm. don't look obvious. I'll sit in there on the ground, on the thing. He goes, when this guy walks past you, he's going to have a Louis Vuitton duffel bag. Oh, fuck. All you got to do right when he passes you is tase him right here and kind of like the, uh, like the, like uh, the not kidney. the upper butt. Yeah, yeah, in like the, the kidney in the, right in the, like Wait, on, on, the, on the left side specifically or? Like here, like 
So like oh, yeah, he's walking like, past uh-huh. me here and I go like that, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And he says, once you do that, I want you to take off, run straight. Cause you know, it's a T. So I'm here. Uh-huh. He goes, run that way. Just run as fast as you can and we'll get you. And I'm like, and he's like, and then you're done. Then we're square. And I'm like, just got to tase this guy and then tase this guy. That's all I got to sprint. Yeah. And he's not going to park in front of my parents' house or do any weird shit. We're going to be done. Right. And I'm like, okay. Uh Okay. Okay. This is South Sac, too. You know, it's like pretty hood shit out there. Uh So I'm sitting down, fucking playing Snake. I see the guy coming out my peripheral. He's walking. He's walking. Walking. Goes right in front of me. I tag him. Dude just, just fucking. Dolphins falls down like boom like that right duffel bags by his arm he's just kind of like shaking I'm like you know it's not like I'm tasing everybody every fucking Thursday I, I don't, I don't I'm like uh-huh. kind of freaked out right of course. and then so there's the T right I'm supposed to run this way but there's a thing here there's this black kid running like fucking full speed at me four four forty <laughs> motherfucking uh-huh. all state wide out coming at me and I'm kind of still sitting at the things i'm like fuck this is the guy's bodyguard we're in his like complex you know yeah, in his orbit in, some in his orbit he knows people here i'm about to fucking die the kid comes right up to me i'm like i got the taser ready he runs picks up the bag and right. takes off that way gets in a car and then i see the other car pull up there i run straight and then we subdivided the, the job yeah it was really a great, I mean, he had a great plan Mm-hmm. He really but, did. Um, mm-hmm. It was a great plan. But yeah, that was the shitty part about dealing drugs. But a lot of it was pretty fun, honestly. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. What, so um, after that, after that, you get in the car and he's like, all right, man, we're good. And you just go back to regular other yeah, business. It's like, you want to go get a fucking frosty or something? Everything's cool now. <laughs> and it was like, done. And that was, it was a stressful point in my life. <laughs> how, how did you, how did you get out of that then? If you're doing that, and you're involved with this guy and these people. Like, how did you quit this job or were you fired or what was it? <laughs> I'm actually getting fired as a drug dealer. <laughs> yeah. It's just not working out. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so what happened is, so it's kind of a long story. He kept getting in trouble, man. He was like pretty cool. He wasn't that bad. I mean, he's a pretty bad guy, but it wasn't that bad. Like, mm-hmm. as long as he didn't drink. Because mm-hmm. when he drink, he would fight people and do crazy shit, right? But, you know, he's just like drinking. He would do it probably once every couple of weeks, and then he would just get arrested. So, and they always had a gun on him. Mm-hmm. And so he got arrested for that one breaking a woman's house. Oh, this was another one with him, man. So the guy that stole purses who lived in his house, once my <laughs> buddy went to jail. Do you want me to keep? I don't know if we're going. No, keep so going. Long, no, 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 do it. So the guy who stole all those purses lived in his house with him, right? He was just mm-hmm. like, it's a real shitty guy. His name was Joe. Just a yeah, just a purse-stealing roommate. Yeah, you know? yeah, fucking purse. I mean, there's no one lower who, than someone who steals purses from old women, right? Absolutely. So, uh, so this, and that comes from a guy who's tasing people in projects. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Chad goes to jail. And then the, the purse-stealing guy calls me up and goes, hey, man, I'm going to take over for Chad. While he's in jail, I'm going to put money on his books. So just take the money you owed Chad and give it to me, and I'll start re-upping, right? Sounds dumb. Mm-hmm. But also, in my mind, kind of does work, you know? Sure. It feels like that's his dude. Chad doesn't want his whole business to go away. Mm-hmm. I still need a plug. I don't know. I'm still talking on the phone right now. Mm-hmm. I still need the plug. You know, I still need yeah. the drug dealer guy. So mm-hmm. I can start giving him money. Mm-hmm. And it works out well. Mm-hmm. All good. 
Mm-hmm. He's not a very scary guy. He tries to be, but at this time, I'm like six foot, two hundred thirty five, pretty buff dude. Mm-hmm. Like to mm-hmm. fight people. He's mm-hmm. he doesn't intimidate me. Mm-hmm. It's going well. It's going well. And then Chad gets out of jail. Right? Chad gets out of jail. He comes and pulls up in front of my house. I run out, kind of like I liked. I liked Chad. Uh-huh. To this day, I get I mean, that. Dead. I get that sense. Yeah, you yeah, like yeah, Chad. Yeah. He's a likable uh-huh. guy, despite his, uh-huh. you know, shortcomings or I mean, whatever. We've, yeah. we've seen mob movies. Yeah, they're likable <laughs> yeah, guys. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, they're kind of like if you're not on the bad side, or it's mm. like a bully. You know, if they're not picking on you, yeah, it's kind of fun to watch yeah. shit on people and like yeah, they're yeah. open fucking blockers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he gets out. I can run out. Like I'm like fucking Chad's back, right? And I get there. And the fucking car is dead silent. And Chad goes, where's my money at? I'm like, fuck are you talking about where's my money at? He goes, where's my money at? You never gave it to me when I was in jail. You still have it. This is probably like, I thought I'm like two grand. But it's not like a lot of money, two grand. You know, it's like um, import, export. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have two grand. I don't really owe him two grand. I just, he gives me two pounds a week. I sell them, yeah. give him the money. So I was like, I don't know what you're talking about, bro. What had happened is Joe, the little purse-stealing guy, mm-hmm. told him that I never gave him any money. Mother while now Joe, Yeah. Mm-hmm. While now Joe has built this, like, empire. And he's saying I didn't do it. And then so I had to meet up with Chad and go, like, hey, man, I've been giving the money to that guy. He was a purse-stealer. And now he has a drug organization. How do you think he ever got that money? Mm-hmm. And then I actually got out of that one. That one wasn't a big problem. Because you have a little evidence like, on your side. Yeah. Well, it was like, this guy's a fucking purse thief. And now he has a drug empire and he's using your plugs. How did he ever get the money to do all this? And then Chad was, and plus like, I have like a, I was a pretty good drug dealer. I wasn't like screwing people over. I was just like. Mm-hmm. You had a good rapport. You had I, had a good... A, I had a good reputation, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've never fucked you over. I enjoy hanging out with you. Well, not really, but a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, and so, so, so this time, Chad's just like, "All right, whatever." Like, I don't. Well, because like, I guess I believe more. you. It made yeah, more sense for this stuff. other guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because it's like, how did he get anything? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He Dude. was like, he was like Joe, and then he like, yeah, he and then they <laughs> had a big problem, and that was crazy. Uh-huh. I bet was that like a big drug war that like you were. Well, Joe like, just had nothing, so uh-huh. it was like, I think he just got. Shit kicked out of him. Had to leave now. It's weird to talk about all of this now. So, uh, so, so then, oh, how, how did, did I get, get out? out? Yeah, yeah. That's what I was talking about. So, Joe, Chad then just kept going to jail. After a while, you start staying longer and longer. Mm-hmm. And then I had to find other drug clubs. Plus, I started getting good at stand up. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like, because I stopped. When I was like twenty six, about thirty one now. Mm-hmm. So I was like. Mm-hmm. Just like I didn't want to like go to jail. Yeah, you don't want and to ruin that. the stand-up yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like I didn't want to like I was like being known as a drug dealer in your early twenties is like kind of fun, you know, it's uh-huh. bad boy stuff. Uh-huh. But then like when you're like twenty six, twenty seven, it's like you know, mm-hmm. who yeah. really wants to hang out with me because they like enjoying hanging out with me? Who likes to just mm-hmm. smoke weed? You know, it's, it gets a lot more sad and pathetic. It's it's the exact yeah. same trajectory as working in an ice cream shop for too long. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hundred percent. I'm eating all the weed and the drugs yeah, in the back uh-huh, with no uh-huh, pants on. Uh-huh, uh-huh, I know uh-huh. where the uh. It's like, man, where do you buy where you buy your weed from? I get from Pooh Bear up the street. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but so I just, I just, I just kind of, 
you know, my clientele were getting older. I don't want to hang out and sell weed to high school kids or pills to high school kids. The right. people I was doing. So it was relatively was easy to get out, mm. essentially. Yeah, that wasn't like jumped in or Yeah, I just aged out of it and stand up kind of took over. And then when mm. I moved to LA, I wasn't going to come here and be like known as a fucking drug dealer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I imagine the game's a little different in LA as well. Mm. I mean, I think it'd be fun to deal drugs here. I think I'd be very good at it. But uh-huh. like, okay, let's say I was doing it, and then like Nick knew, and me and Nick aren't friends, but he knows I deal drugs. Mm. And then Comedy mm. Central's like, "Hey, we're thinking about staffing this person," and they're like, "Oh, he sells cocaine." And it's like, okay, we'll probably <laughs> yeah. don't deal with that guy. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Or definitely get that guy in here. Yeah, or yeah. him as PA, but not as a writer. Fuck, <laughs> uh, that's that's uh that's fucking intense, dude. So, um, I don't know if like you're comfortable saying, but how did Chad die? You said he recently died. He just died. Uh huh. He oh, stopped. Wow. He got out the last time from jail. Uh huh. He was also kind of. A, he was also a pimp. He had like a couple prostitutes. No. Yeah. He like <laughs> he was diversified. That? He diversified. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And what was so funny is he got one of his prostitutes pregnant. Uh-huh. And then he would always when she was pregnant, he was like, No, it's not my kid. It's not my uh-huh. kid. And then they came out and it looked exactly uh-huh. like him. Like there's like like more po- more Povich got involved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was just a tiny Chad came out mm-hmm. and then he was like, Yeah, that's and then uh-huh. he had another girl kid with her. And then he went to jail and then he came out and he was doing good. He got like a manual labor job. I think he was just kind of only growing weed did some other stuff. Had a, this happened less than a year ago, had a stomach problem, went to get surgery. Everything went well in the morning. Dead, dead, left his two daughters and his wife. So died medical. at probably 38, maybe. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, That's especially all the crazy shit he did and then to die just of a fucking, like, a yeah, suture like a stomach problem, uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. Shit. Yeah, well, Steve, um, we always ask three questions before the podcast is over. Um, and the first one we pretty much answered for the worst job is when were you done and how did you quit? Obviously, we know you got, how you got out of the drug thing. But for the Macy's thing, was that that was just like a, a, a contract? That was just a summer thing, time? man. And that, was like, that wasn't like a career path that I wanted to stay yeah. at all. I was like, I'd rather be broke than getting paid minimum wage to make these fucking things. Yeah. But that was just uh, <laughs> yeah. I was just, I'd rather deal drugs, for Yeah, I'd rather. Yeah, exactly. It was just like I'm gonna focus <laughs> on this other thing where I'm not uh-huh. inhaling fucking fumes and smelling body yeah. odor all day. Um, okay, well then, question number two, and you can pick either job on this. Um, what's one good thing you took from that very bad job? I can do both. Uh, manual labor one was the satisfaction you get with manual labor. There really mm. is something mm. that you just you, like when you're like during pandemic, we're all kind of depressed and feel pathetic because we're not doing shit. Or if you are, whereas yeah, if you absolutely. have a job and especially one that's exerting, you every moment of free time you feel you earn mm-hmm. and it feels mm-hmm. a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, the drug dealing one, it really allowed me to not stress about stuff if, as, yeah. as weird as that can sound, you know, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and, and it made me deal with things, um, as they come mm-hmm. and not worried about the future and realize it kind of will probably just work out. Cause I'm not going to be a homeless person or something. The, the, the mm-hmm. world provides somehow mm-hmm. it's mainly just not stressing about stuff if i do get some because that's the thing about drug dealing man is like i would have things lined up and like let's say there's a guy coming in from humble and he had three pounds to sell me 
And so I'd be like, okay, I got to get enough money for all this weed. And I'd hit up all my friends. Hey, do you want to buy an ounce? Do you want to buy an ounce? I'd get it all. Mm-hmm. I'd get all their money. The guy would come down and he would never hit me up. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, right. so then I had to give it back. So it's just like as long as you don't put too much pressure, and instead of getting, instead of getting uh, worried about things, get prepared for things. That was what mm-hmm. drug dealing taught me. Because mm-hmm. worrying doesn't right, do right, anything. Right. But if you can just get prepared for what one of the outcomes might be, then that's really all that matters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, final question. Oh, Nick, did you have another? No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, final question, different from those uh, worst jobs, mm-hmm. is um, you know, like everything's kind of been on pause and it's like maybe not going to be unpaused or it's going to be un- or it's unpausing already uh, since COVID and shit. But like, I don't know, just like what have you been thinking about? Uh, <laughs> everyone's dreams are kind of like, you know, like all over the place. Um, oh, man, I don't know. It's been to me, it's been pretty bad lately because, you know, oddly enough, I've just I've just been looking up Flanish, Spanish flu stuff. This is going to be fucking depressing because it kind of seems, no, yeah, right? seems like every 300 yeah, years. It's a good parallel. Kinda, mm-hmm. Yeah. And what they did is the first round of Spanish flu affected mainly only old people, which is fun kind of And then it hit harder the second year and started hurting uh, younger people and stuff like that. So I think mm-hmm. what's going to, I'm just really worried about the winter because that's when things get worse. <laughs> yeah. So fucking, I'm just hoping if it doesn't get bad during winter, then I believe everything can come back. Mm. But I feel like it's going to get worse because that's what We're kind of sitting ducks right now. Yeah, it's a bummer. I just want everything to go back to. I just well, it's just like you know, as a profession, because I do do stand up professionally. It, uh, mm-hmm. It's it's it. There's nothing. There's nothing I can do. You know, it's a useless job. Yeah, you have, have no right control now. over the outcome at all. Yeah, it's completely useless. So it's like, hopefully it comes back, man. Or I don't know. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that it just kind of stays where it is. And um, you guys are do stand up. If you've noticed, New York's been doing a lot of outside shows, right? But they're mm, not going to be able yeah. to do that in the winter. We can still nope. in LA. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping that, yeah. in the positive one, I'm hoping numbers keep decreasing in LA. We can start doing outdoor shows, mm-hmm. people's backyards and shit, and then I'll be fine. Which is that. honestly one of the best forms of comedy in LA, anyway. I mean, like, not they're to say that, you know, obviously the clubs, cl- clubs yeah. are, the, are, are obviously the best spot, but like, you know, the difference between you know a fucking dive bar and someone's backyard in LA, in particular, not a huge difference as far as like. Yeah, I would you know, say in LA, I would rather do an outdoor show in someone's backyard than a bar show. Absolutely, hundred percent. I hundred percent agree because everyone at that outdoor show is. One, probably friends with the guys running it, so they're not going to be dicks. There's mm-hmm. always, like, that fucking... It's a better vibe. It's a better mm-hmm. vibe. There's always that, uh, like, that red chet, that red bucket of beer, you know? Yep. There's yeah. no obligations yeah. either. There's no, you yeah. know, people aren't having to buy drinks or buy food yeah. or whatever. They're, they're just there because the they want to be... People are smoking weed. Yep. It's very cool. It's mm-hmm. like a party. You're like, It feels like you're in party. on something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like it. Like, you ever do that Harry Moreau's one? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. such a fucking... Yeah, Derp Yeah, it's such a fun show. Derp was fun. Um, yeah, so I'm just I'm really really crossing my fingers that we can do outdoor shows during the winter. Something will happen. Something will figure it out. Because well, I'm a little like, worried about if the fucking thing doesn't come back, and then it seems like Donald Trump's not going to give us the federal help. And then <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I, think, I thought it was coming, and now it's yeah. not coming. And even if it's the 300 a week, that's cool. I'll take the 300 it's a week something with my unemployment. I agree. I mean, because I can't, I can't, I can't live off my unemployment for much longer. I think, but like, like I said, I think that like, I think it'll be okay. I just, because I don't really know what I'm 
emotionally granted by thinking it's not going to be. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what that's supposed to do. And so, um, but, uh, but I am with you in that, like, and just in the way, like we talk about standup where it's like, yeah, I would love the clubs. I miss going on the road. I miss that stuff. It's like the backyard shows like will hold for now. So I, I, but I guess what I'm saying is like, I appreciate your optimism, Steve, because I was, uh, especially after that crazy drug story is very good. (laughs) Yeah. I I got, I have so many ones that I have to like write them down in a file. And like try and remember them because they're just like I don't know I I just had this thing as a kid where I would just put myself in weird <laughs> terrible positions and <laughs> circumstances that I never needed to be in. Yeah, like, terrible is definitely the word I would the use. Ice cream place, and I didn't need to like rob people or <laughs> beat people up. I was such a weird kid that just wanted to do shit. I don't know. Yeah, well, uh, Steve, where can people find you on the internet if you'd like to be found? Find me at Scuba Steve Fury on Instagram. Follow at Punching Up Show. I do a Sal Trujillo. It's a if you like street fights, it's kind of like a we just make fun of people getting street fights. It's pretty low end uh, of society <laughs> would enjoy it, but if you enjoy that kind of thing, check it out. You can check out Dating No Dating No Filter on E on uh, Amazon or something. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, man, and we'll so put good. all those links in the show notes too, so people can cool, click man. on them, check them out. Thank you for joining us, Steve. And uh, fuck this place. Fuck it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, thanks for listening. Hey, if you like the show, leave a review. We love it. If you hate the show, you should text us and just tell us what you hate about it. Like, what's so? What's your fucking problem? You know what I mean? That number is 470-223-5627. 470-223-5627. Again, if you hate the show, you should text me. I really want to just, you know, I just want to know what you're up to right now. Bye for now. Fuck this place.